Well, the Dallas Stars have some very big questions coming up throughout this season and the offseason concerning the shape of their roster moving forward. And one of those biggest pieces that needs discussion is defenseman John Klingberg. On today's show, we will take a moment to talk about John Klingberg and his contract situation, talk about some other guys that are going to be worth looking into signing on the Stars roster, and then wrap up the show with some quick-fire Dallas Stars headlines. All of this coming up on a Tuesday edition of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, I'm your host, Dane Lewis, and you are locked on the Dallas Stars on this Tuesday, January 11th. No game today. Do have a big game tomorrow coming up at home against the newest team of the NHL and the Seattle Kraken. Take a moment and talk about that game tomorrow. But lots of exciting things are, I guess, not necessarily exciting, but big, important things to talk about today, including the John Klingberg situation. We'll talk about that in just a moment. But before we jump into all of today's storylines, do want to take a moment and say thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars. Whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for making Locked on Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you find your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. No matter where you listen or how you listen, the show is always 100% Free. You can also find me on Twitter at Dane double underscore Lewis and the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. But without any further hesitation, let's get right into today's talking points. You know, there are some times in life where, you know, you go through these situations where someone may hurt you or say something bad about you or bad to you, but you still have to find yourself around those people or that person. You know, a boss may say something negative about you and you overhear it, or they may embarrass you in a meeting or in front of other coworkers, say something negative about you that kind of ruins your self-esteem and maybe, you know, ruins your view of that boss or the company you work for, the organization you work for. And I think that this is somewhat relevant to the situation that Stars defenseman John Klingberg finds himself in. I don't think the Stars front office has said anything to hurt Klingberg or outright seeking to destroy John Klingberg or hurt him, offend him in any way. But I do think that there has been some hurt caused to some degree. John Klingberg, it's no secret. Many people know that he is seeking at the moment an eight-year, $63 million deal. He was seeking that deal from the Dallas Stars before the season started. He wanted to be you know, in the same boat as Dougie Hamilton of the New Jersey Devils and his defensive teammate with the Stars, Mira Haskin, who inked an eight-year deal of his own. Uh, you know, in his early 20s, John Klingberg, currently 29, turning 30 in August. I believe August 14th is Klinger's birthday. And, you know, this whole situation has just kind of been a downer for John Klingberg, uh, really ever since the offseason and the summer leading up to training camp, preseason, things like that. He and his agent have both said that they wanted to get a deal done by the time the season started in October. But his camp, Klingberg's camp, and the Stars camp were not able to come to an agreement. And though Klingberg has not officially requested a trade from the team, he and his agent do have permission from Jim Neal to talk to other NHL organizations and potentially 
work out some kind of you know interest deal, what have you, to potentially spark up trade conversations for John Klingberg, uh, looking to potentially go away to a different team. And who knows what the Stars could potentially get in return. And it's not too surprising because John Klingberg did say in a recent post-game press conference that he does feel un unappreciated, underappreciated, uh, which really just means a lot and is pretty heavy usage. Um, and, I, and I think it's a fair to say from his part because he has been a star since he was drafted by the Stars organization back in 2010 in the fifth round. So, you know, a guy that's been loyal to this organization, been taking a lot of pay cuts, really hasn't had too much money sent his way, still making a pretty good amount of money as a professional athlete playing in the NHL, but hasn't signed a big deal like Hamilton or even like Miro Haskinen as of late and really has done a lot for this organization. You know, it'd be foolish to say that he has not been an impact player for this Dallas Stars team. He had 67 points in the 17-18 season which was second in the NHL among defensemen. He always comes up big in the postseason whenever he plays for the Stars. Who can forget the 2020 Edmonton playoff run? You know, several guys really stepped up and had big moments in the bubble, but John Klingberg had 21 points, kind of a, a quieter guy throughout the playoffs. Um, probably talked about a little less than guys like Miro Haskinen or even, you know, the goalies like Anton Hudobin, guys like that, Rupe Hintz, you name it. Really, really good postseason outings from John Klingberg, even back in the 2019 playoffs. Hit the game winner against the Nashville Predators. I mean, who can forget that moment? Had some really nice plays against the Blues later in that same postseason. So it's, it'd be very, very foolish for anyone to say that Klingberg has not been an effective player for the Stars team. And I know a lot of people really, really like him. He's been a fan favorite. I, you see his jersey pretty often. Uh, at the AAC or pretty much anywhere else Stars fans can be found. You know, you see the Sagans, you see the Ben jerseys. And I, I feel like Klingberg is probably third or fourth on that list for the jerseys that you see the most of as of right now. Uh, and so a guy that many fans have really, really liked. And I think a lot of people think that he's being mistreated throughout all this and that, you know, the Stars should be doing better in terms of getting him signed. But I think in saying that, and I, and I feel like that's a fair argument for sure. I don't know if I necessarily fall in that camp. I, I, From what I can see and from what I can tell, I don't think the Stars are intentionally trying to mistreat John or his or his agent, his camp, what have you. But I do think the situation maybe could be handled a little bit better just from what we've heard and seen from the Stars front office. And again, we don't know what all has been said between the two parties. But again, you kind of have to take a look at the Stars organization as a whole and take a bird's eye view look at this. John Klingberg. Pretty much wants Miro Haskinen money. I think Miro's deal was about $67 million. Klingberg wants $63 million, so a little bit of a difference there. But same contract length. However, Miro Haskinen, like I said, in his early 20s, John Klingberg is 29. He's going to be turning 30 in August before the start of next season. And you take a look at some of the guys that the Stars are likely going to be wanting to re-sign in the near future, whether it's this offseason or especially next offseason, guys like Denis Gurionov, Rupe Hintz, Jason Robertson, all of those guys are going to have expiring deals in 2023. I think it's fair to say that all three of those guys should be in the future plans for the Stars moving forward as they've all shown that they can be very, very productive players. And they're all still really young. So you could argue that all three of those guys still have their best days ahead of them, despite all three of them playing pretty well as of right now in this moment in time here in early January 2022. So I don't think that Jim Neal or the coaching staff or the front office necessarily wants John Klingberg gone. At least they're not going to come out and say that. Their actions may be showing that maybe they do or maybe that, you know, they're saying, hey, you're not an important piece in our eyes to the future of this franchise. 
But I, I just can't envision them, you know, offering him this massive contract, given some of the other guys that they're going to want to sign. Jake Ottinger is going to probably get a big contract at some point. Braden Holtzby may get re-signed at some point for another two or three year deal, given the way he's played this season. Wouldn't be surprising to see the Stars try to retain Joe Pavelski this offseason. I don't think Alexander Radulov gets retained from the Stars at the end of the season. I could be wrong, but just given the amount of time he's played this season and just his production as a whole, don't think he's going to be high on the priority list for the Stars moving forward. However, I do think Pavelski could try to get brought back. But just a big deal like that would make a huge cap hit for the Stars. So as much as I love John Klingberg and as much as I know many of you love John Klingberg, I just don't know the reality of the stars bringing him back long term. Maybe in some crazy scenario, they're able to ink a deal that isn't quite for eight years, $63 million. That I think that's maybe the best case scenario if they can bring him back for still a good amount of money. But I, you know, I think John Klingberg is tired of taking, you know, the second, third option as far as his payment goes. Cause I think that he's kind of betting on himself here saying, Hey, I think I'm worth this much as a player. And so, and you know, every player is entitled to their own opinion of themselves. And he's certainly been a great player, a great offensive forward for this team. He has declined a little bit ever since the arrival of Rick Bonus, which many people have been quick to point out. And I think that's something else worth noting that there's some people, you know, there's some speculation of whether or not Bonus will be coming back next season because his current contract as of right now ends at the end of the 2022 season right here so maybe once coach bonus leaves john klingberg stays on and maybe his production goes back up and maybe the stars decide to pay him more money or maybe uh, who knows because that that's just such a tricky situation with the timing of all of that of a coach departure and trying to get a new deal inked before the start of the season so it's all very very chaotic very interested to see how it unfolds and we'll be following this storyline very closely up until the trade deadline in late march to see if the stars hold on to him or to see if the Stars let him go, because I think if the Stars do end up making a playoff push and find themselves in the postseason, having a guy like John Klingberg will be a great, great value whenever they have to face some of the best teams in the National Hockey League. Today's episode is brought to you by Primal Origin Oils. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get Primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look groomed and healthy. So if you don't want your beard to look like Thornton's beard from the Florida Panthers, we talked about him the other day, you want to make sure to get yourself Primal Origin Oil products. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best feel in beard products available. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States. We know that every company claims to have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to the other products you've used. We promise you will see and feel the difference. Remember, the code LOCKEDON gets you 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Again, use the code LOCKEDON at checkout for 20% off at PrimalOriginOils.com. Moving on to the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day. want to talk about some of the promising future that the Stars have throughout their organization. We talk about it quite often, but kind of want to take a deep dive and give you, you know, maybe, you know, a little bit of a, of a spicy take on my part uh, about some of the future cornerstones, potential cornerstones of this franchise, of this organization. And, you know, it's no secret 
that, you know, the two most recognizable names across the league for the Dallas Stars in the past several years have been Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. Ever since the Stars got Sagan from Boston back in the 13-14 season, these guys have pretty much been synonymous with the green and black with the Dallas Stars logo. You ask pretty much any NHL fan who's not a Stars fan, like, oh, who are Dallas Stars players? Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan are probably going to be the first two guys out of their mouths. Maybe Ben Bishop, maybe now Joe Pavelski, maybe now Miro Haskinen, but you get the point. Tyler and Jamie, biggest names on this team. Very rightfully so, just given you know the status that they have, the leadership that they've had. They've been the leaders of this team, both in numbers and just in presence in the locker room. You know, We all go back to that 2020 Edmonton bubble documentary and seeing the reaction of both of those guys after the game six loss to Tampa Bay in the cup final, you know, you see that these guys have really had a great presence on this team and care deeply about this team. However, both of these guys have declined quite a bit recently, especially this season. Both of them seem to be trending upward at the moment, but still not quite seeing the numbers that we've seen from them in the past, which just comes naturally with age. And especially for a guy like Tyler, inevitably comes whenever you deal with some pretty crazy injuries and surgeries like he has over the past few off seasons. But it's, it is fair to say, you know, that the stars are in a bit of a transition period right now, that even though these two guys are struggling, this future does seem to be bright. And I do think that we are watching the rise of the next stars dynamic duo in Rupe Hints and Jason Robertson. So that's my prediction as of right now, as far as where the stars are headed moving forward talking about the Stars potentially needing to sign some more big names in coming off-seasons. I think Rupe and Jason are both at the top of that list. If I were Jim Nill and I was the one you know, prioritizing this list, those guys and probably Jake Gottinger, Dennis Gurionov are on the top of my list. But those two guys, for sure, I think these guys have the, the potential to be the next big duo like Jamie and Tyler were back in the early 2010s and even into the mid-2010s. Guys that, you know, when you ask the casual NHL fan or an NHL fan of another team, like, oh, you know, Dallas Stars, who are the players on that team right now? The hot the hot names on that team, they're going to say Robertson and Rupe Hintz. Uh, it, it, would, it almost works so well for both of them to have the R name, but one of their R's is the last name of Jason, and then one of them is the first name in Rupe. But there's some kind of duo name there. I just know it. But these guys have shown that, you know, they can handle the load offensively. And, you know, playing on the top line certainly has drawn a lot of attention to themselves, playing with a guy like Joe Pavelski and soaking in all the knowledge that he has for having been in the league as long as he has, has certainly helped them out. And, you know, I think that they've both shown that they're ready and capable of dominating this league for a long time to come. And that's going to be really, that should just be really, really encouraging for us as Stars fans, knowing that the future is in good hands, despite the decline of some of the veterans on this team. And, you know, there's not too many differences. Uh, you know, these guys, Rupe and Jason, were only drafted two years apart. Jason in 17, Rupe hints in the 2015 draft. Jamie and Tyler only drafted three years apart. I believe Jamie was 07. Tyler drafted in 2010 by Boston, but then eventually comes to Dallas. So, you know, not too far in age. The both pairs there kind of cool, kind of similar in age separation. And both guys have, you know, both pairs have really bursted onto the scene whenever they got to Dallas at their respective times. You know, there wasn't this weird, like, hesitation period. You could argue that Rupe Hintz has certainly been increasing, and Jason's only played a season and a half year with the Stars. But, you know, all four of these guys didn't really waste too much time introducing themselves to the Stars faithful as guys that were going to be, at some point, cornerstones of this franchise. And, you know, 
they certainly aren't there yet. They're certainly not, you know, the main iconic duo across the league that people are trembling and fearing of, but they're certainly on their way. And, you know, I think teams are starting to recognize the greatness of those two, as well as just the greatness of some of the young talent on this team. You know, people have been talking about a lot recently on social media, how the stars are the clear winners of the 2017 NHL draft. In that draft, they drafted Miro Haskinen, Jake Ottinger, Jason Robertson, and Jacob Peterson, who's a rookie in the NHL this season and has been showing out for the most part, not putting up crazy monster numbers, but has certainly shown that he belongs on in this NHL roster, that he can produce and go out there and hang with the best of them. He's taken some tough hits. He's shown that he can be a physical guy and rise above some of the tough physicality that this league throws at him. And he's shown that he can be an effective scorer at times. You know, he scored the first goal of the season for the team. He's had some really other really, really nice goals this season, some really gritty goals in front of the net. And so just another guy that, you know, I really love to see. Denis Gurionov, another guy that was drafted in that 2015 class with Group A. The future continues to be bright. And so it's interesting to see the stars kind of in this weird ushering, passing the torch type season. But still, you know, finding themselves potentially in the playoff picture, also having some declining veterans, having some promising young talent emerging. Really, really interesting to see. But, you know, it's it's unfortunate because we see guys like John Klingberg potentially kind of in the middle of this, getting left on the wayside. The guys that, you know, have never really been the guy on the team, but are kind of getting casted off to the side amongst this whole kind of situation because now Miro Haskinen is clearly the premier defenseman for this organization and the stars showed that this offseason and so the stars kind of in a weird place right now as a whole but I think the future is very very bright even if the rest of the season doesn't necessarily go how as we the fans want it to. Today's episode is also brought to you by betonline.ag. Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the sports wagering action for 2022. A new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website are the place where you can sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. And to close out today's episode of Locked On Stars, I want to take a moment and run through some quick Stars headlines, things that are just kind of been popcorning around social media, around the internet over the past day or so, uh, you know, that aren't quite interesting enough or quite in-depth enough to talk about for, you know, six to eight minutes, but definitely worth covering. And I think really, really interesting. The first of those interesting facts being, this is probably the, the craziest one, is that Coach Rick Bonus has been fined $25,000 for his actions in St. Louis at the end of the Stars-Blues game on Sunday. If you don't know what happened in that game, if you didn't watch it, if you haven't been on social media and you didn't listen to, to yesterday's episode, one, you can go listen to yesterday's episode and find out. But basically, the NHL referees missed a big tripping call on Miro Haskinen. The Dallas Stars found themselves in a lot of penalty trouble, down several men, down a few hockey sticks as well, basically blowing a 1-0 lead, blowing. I'm doing air quotes because it wasn't necessarily their fault. Uh, at least not all the way around, losing the game 2-1 to one to the St. Louis Blues in St. Louis on Sunday and what was otherwise a fantastic road performance from the Stars team 
Coach Bonus clearly and obviously and rightfully so on the sideline, on the bench, frustrated. By the end of the game, he was swinging a hockey stick around and banging it on the, on the walls. And, and, you know, again, rightfully so. Uh, so he's, you know, in, at least in my eyes, and I'm sure in your eyes as well, fined $25,000 by the National Hockey League. And in other news, a man has been sentenced to five years in prison after giving a dirty look to a man who robbed his house. That may or may not be true, but doesn't that sound pretty similar to what's happening with Rick Bonus and the NHL? I mean, the NHL continues to surprise nobody by not holding themselves accountable and instead of admitting that they made a mistake and that they missed a call from this game, because if you go back and watch the video, Miro Haskinen was clearly tripped. Yes, he did slash a player afterwards, and he admitted to that, but he was frustrated because he had just gotten tripped. He got his stick pulled, and the referees did and said nothing about it despite having a clear view of seeing it and, and obviously a clear view to go back and see it after the game. But the NHL, instead of admitting that they made a mistake, apologizing to the Stars for that mistake, they fine an angry coach who is justifiably angry, justifiably upset, and demanding answers, not getting the answers that he wanted, but they fine him a quarter of a million dollars. But again, no one is surprised by this. The NHL seems to never handle these situations correctly. Just another instance where the NHL continues to not surprise anyone by not holding themselves accountable. In other news, that's positive news. Dallas Stars prospect Wyatt Johnston, who plays for the Windsor Spitfires in the OHL, was recently awarded the OHL Player of the Week honor for last week for the second time this season after recording two goals and six assists. He continues to dominate the OHL at the rookie level. Johnston, you know, still in his teens. I believe at this moment he's still 18 years old, but absolutely showing out in the OHL, dominating the sport, it seems, finding ways to be a prolific scorer, but also a great playmaker, setting up his teammates, whether it's through shots and rebounds or just passes as well on several assists. And this is a guy that as he continues to play like this, you have to question, will we see him at the NHL level with the Dallas Stars in the next year or two? You know, you look at a guy like Lucas Raymond, who's 19 years old and an easy Calder candidate as of right now for the Detroit Red Wings. So I, I feel like it's fair to ask, are we going to see Wyatt Johnston in the NHL soon? Uh, and I really hope the answer to that is yes, because this looks like the guy that the Stars have been missing on offense for the past several seasons. Imagine inserting this kind of guy into the offense to replace Joe Pavelski. Imagine a top line of Wyatt Johnston, Rupe Hintz, and Jason Robertson. My mind can't even wrap around that concept right now because I'm so excited about what the future holds with this kid. Uh, I, I don't think this will be the last either weekly honor or monthly honor we see for Johnston in the OHL this season. Having an incredible year, a guy that the Stars drafted in the first round of this most recent draft seems to be a jackpot pick right now. The, the Stars front office seems to have knocked it out of the park with this pick right here. Very, very excited about what the future holds with Wyatt Johnson. And the last bit of news, the NHL has released their projections of who will be NHL All-Stars here in February. NHL.com put out a list of guys that they think will be voted as all-star players, the captain voting ended, I believe, last week, and the NHL all-star teams will be announced on ESPN on SportsCenter, I believe, this Thursday. But the NHL went ahead and released their predictions from their website of who will make the all-star game. Joe Pavelski, the only Dallas star on the list for the Central Division, obviously, up there with other skaters like Nathan McKinnon, uh, you know, Kadri, guys like that from Colorado. Pretty, pretty, you know, even list as far as well, I say even. 
Uh, I think there was Winnipeg on the offensive side, St. Louis, Colorado, Dallas represented. So kind of kind of spread out all around. Really, really would have loved to see Miro Haskin on the defensive side, but it's very fair to say that, you know, Kale McCarr from Colorado and Roman Yossi from Nashville will be on the defensive side of things for the All-Star game. And then, you know, those are the one or two spots. There's only one more spot on the defensive side of things. That is likely going to be filled by Shane Gossespierre of Arizona because Arizona is a sorry, sad team as of right now. But they do have to have representation in the All-Star game. And so they had to plug someone in somewhere. Gossespierre, easily the best player on this Coyotes team so far this season. So he is depriving Miro Haskinen of an All-Star appearance this season, or so it seems. Maybe we'll be wrong and we'll see a different result on SportsCenter on Thursday. but only time will tell that's going to do it for today's episode of locked on stars be sure to tune in tomorrow for a preview of the game between the dallas stars and the seattle kraken that's going down at the american airlines center the return of jamie alexiak to the aac for the first time since his departure to seattle in the expansion draft thank you again for making locked on stars your first listen of the day now go make your second listen of the day the locked on bets podcast hosted by your boy q with daily expert insight and analysis from lee sterling that show is free wherever you find your podcast at another show that is also free wherever you find your podcast at is this one the lockdown stars podcast found wherever you listen to podcast at whether that's on youtube or your favorite podcasting platform be sure to follow us and subscribe to us and of course leave a review if you like what you hear you can also find me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis that's at d-a-n-e two underscores L-E-W-I-S. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Stars. Be sure to give us a follow there as well. But have a great day, Stars fans, and we will see you back here tomorrow for a game day edition of Locked on Stars.